0: The Legend of Chet the Snake Lord, by Uncle Dread. One day, I was just getting high and looking at my feet, as one does when suddenly they turned into snails and began hissing and having sex with each other. I watched in amazement as the two snails engage in a vigorous mating ritual. The larger snail lifted its head towards the sky and sang its deep, rhythmic mating song while the smaller snail crawled around it leaving behind a faint trail of silver slime. They continued this dance for several minutes until eventually they finished their union with an intense embrace that left me feeling strangely aroused and oddly comforted by their passionate display. When I looked up again, my feet had reverted back to their usual form, but something about them felt different. As I looked closer at my toes, I noticed a light glimmer coming from within each one, slowly radiating outwards like small stars on my skin. It was then that I realized how connected we all are, even when we least expect it, and how beauty can often be found in the most unexpected places if you take time to look closely enough. I was so scared that I ran to my mom and told her what happened. She said it was just a dream, but then she started laughing at me and called me a retard. I felt so embarrassed and hurt, but I knew that she meant it in a joking way. I told her it wasn't funny and she apologized for making fun of me. She gave me a big hug afterwards, and that made me feel better. I went back to bed, but the snails were still there having sex with each other. I was grossed out and decided to move to another room. The snails followed. They looked up at me and hissed again, Then they turned into snakes and began biting each other's heads off. It was horrible. I screamed in terror and ran away as fast as my feet could take me. Thankfully, I escaped unscathed, but I couldn't believe what I had just witnessed snails turning into snakes and devouring each other. It was like something out of a horror movie. Unfortunately, my feet were snails, so everywhere I went, the hissing snails followed, biting each other and bleeding profusely onto my carpet and on many of my belongings. Everyone in town was terrified, and they kept their distance from me. My family and friends tried their best to help, but it wasn't easy. They did what they could to keep my home clean of the slimy trails but the snails seemed determined to stay around. Eventually I found a local naturalist who suggested that I create a special garden for them so they wouldn't feel like they had nowhere else to turn. The plan worked wonderfully. Not only were my feet free of snails, but also the entire neighborhood was able to appreciate the beauty that this garden brought with its colorful flowers and lush foliage. Now when people see me walking down the street, instead of being afraid or scared away by my hissing snail feet, Members of our community come over, say hello, and comment on how wonderful my snail garden is looking lately. All was well until one day my foot-snails got feisty and began fighting again. Very brutally, a group of nearby snakes joined the battle and were soon devoured. The blood splattered all over my face as the snakes continued fighting until only one snake remained alive. And he slithered towards me. I was terrified and quickly jumped back. I knew I had to do something to save myself but I didn't have a plan. I moved on my deepest instincts along. After standing there frozen for a few moments, I sprang into action with a mighty battle roar and a thunderous fart that made even me question whether or not I had just baked some trouser pudding. I bolted towards the kitchen with the enthusiasm of a gay reindeer in springtime, and I grabbed a soggy carton of milk from the fridge. It was clearly spoiled, and the resulting odor was nearly overpowering. In one swift maneuver, I held the milk upon the snake with all of my might. There was a satisfying splatter sound, and a much less satisfying and actually quite putrid mesmer of rancid milk permeating the air and causing me to gag, and involuntarily spasm while farting for approximately twelve seconds. The milk had hit its mark, but it had failed to achieve the desired result. The cold, rancid liquid only seemed to make the snake angrier, much, much angrier. I was terrified. And I did the only thing I could think of. I pulled my pants down and started violently farting and shitting all over everything. That's when I heard the loudest bang and saw a bright flash of light. The tornado had arrived. I frantically scrambled to put my clothes back on. As the winds began to whip around me and objects in the air started flying all around. Finally, after what seemed like an eternity, but was probably only a few minutes or so, the nose died down, and everything seemed still again. I looked around at my now ruined house and surroundings with both shock and dismay, my precious home destroyed by a terrible force of nature that nothing could have stopped in its path. In the process, the snake has become encrusted in my feces. The snake was so disgusted that he called me a retarded snail for having us motherfucker, before slithering behind my dresser. I understand why the snake was so upset, and even though he may have overacted, I respect his opinion and would never intentionally hurt or disturb him in any way moving forward. I'm going to make more of an effort to build a strong relationship with the snake by trying my best not to entrust it in anything again and take better care of its environment so that he feels safe and secure while living in my house. The snake, who told me his name was Chet, told me to eat a bowl of fuck and retaliated with a volley of his own feces. I was horrified and immediately backed away from Chet. I told him that his behavior was unacceptable and suggested he find a more appropriate way to express himself if he had any grievances with me. Chet began moaning with pain and delight as he spewed forth a volcanic deluge of feces that began to engulf the very fabric of reality. I took cover behind a nightstand as viscous jets of snake feces bombarded everything around me. The explosion of loose bowel movement spattered the bedroom walls and ceiling with deep brown stench. With my eyes nearly shut I could feel a slimy prabola escape from its filth encased geyser and splash across the mattress directly in front of me. I was so appalled that I couldn't act but instead mumbled some curse words such as shit, fuck, and balls. Then I watched in helpless revulsion as the snake blasted its foul poop juice everywhere. With a grimace. And trying my hardest not to vomit, I grabbed my shotgun and aimed it squarely at the now convulsing snake, with my finger twitching on the trigger. I began to squeeze until finally the snake lay still. I let out a sigh of relief and slowly lowered my gun. My first snake-killing experience had not been pleasant, but it had been necessary. I quickly cleaned up the mess and disposed of the body before going to the yard to take a shit. I had to make sure no one else saw me and that everything looked normal after i was done i left the yard without leaving any trace of my presence or the body behind after a few hours of coming down from my close encounter with a venomous serpent i finally settled down for some much needed rest after taking a few deep breaths i tried to focus on positive thoughts i imagine all the wonderful things that have happened in my life recently and how fortunate i am to be safe and sound despite such an unpleasant encounter by focusing on these positive feelings. My adrenaline levels returned to normal, and sleep eventually took over. I may have finally drifted off to sleep, but my sleep was of no respite. I dreamed only of defecating snakes and gunfire. My dreams were confused, frightened, and filled with disjointed images. I tossed and turned throughout the night as my mind tried to make sense of all the terrors that invaded it. When morning finally came, I was exhausted both physically and mentally. The only thing on my mind was getting out of this nightmare as soon as possible. This dream would play out again. Several nights in a row, the dream was surreal. I saw snakes emerging from my body and slithering away, while gunfire echoed in the background. In the air hung a pervasive sense of wrongness and dread. The colors in my dream were muted, and everything felt like it was happening in slow motion. I woke up feeling frightened and unsettled. Dreams such as this can be interpreted as symbols for various aspects of your life that you find difficult or challenging to handle, insecurity, fear of failure, difficulty communicating with others, etc. On one level, the snakes may represent emotions or energy emerging from within that are beyond your control. The gunshots could signify a fear of being judged or attacked by others if these inner feelings are revealed. Additionally, The muted colors might show an internal struggle between two conflicting parts of yourself, your true self, and what society expects you to be. On the sixth morning, I noticed that my feet had turned into snails again. I felt fear as I tried to with them away, but they kept coming back more insistent than before. My anxiety was quickly turning into panic and I was desperate to find a way out of this predicament. I tried some at-home treatments, such as soaking my feet in Epsom salt and applying essentials like lavender and titriol. But nothing seemed to work. Finally, after searching the internet for many hours, I stumbled upon an article about how sea salt can reverse the transformation caused by snails' slime trails. In desperation, I rushed to the kitchen, grabbed a big bowl of seawater from the refrigerator, mixed it with some Epsom salt, and soaked my feet in it for around 40 minutes. Miraculously enough, when I took them out again, they were back to normal. To this day, though still perplexed by what happened that morning six days ago and why that simple remedy solved my problem without fail, I remain thankful for having stumbled across that salvation. Finally the snakes disappeared from my dreams, but the terrifying noises remained. The sound of the guns grew louder until it seemed that it would never stop. Every night I would lie awake in my bed, scared and unable to sleep. Then suddenly everything went silent, except for a sinister laughter ringing in my ears. I looked around me, but there was no one in sight. A chill ran up my spine as I felt a presence watching me. I could feel ghostly eyes looking through my soul and taunting me with their laughter. It was only then that I realized something sinister was at play here. Nothing seemed right anymore, and the silence had become oppressive and suffocating. Taking a deep breath, I slowly made my way forward into the darkness, determined to uncover the truth of what had happened here. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up as I heard a most unwelcome sound emanating from my closet. I knew right away that something was wrong. I crept slowly towards the closet, reaching out my trembling hand to open it. The snake swarmed against the walls, and hissed louder, as if warning me away. I backed away slowly, my heart thudding in my chest. It was then that I noticed a peculiar thing. They weren't ordinary snakes. These were frosty white with purple stripes on their backs. Then I heard a series of wet, putrid farts and the splatter of feces against the back of the door. I was horrified. I cautiously opened the door to find a large, slimy pile of excrement covering the floor and a wriggling mass of slender reptiles writhing about in the corner. There was an unmistakable smell accompanying them. With wide eyes, I backed away slowly until I stumbled backwards out of the room and slammed the door shut behind me. The snakes persisted and followed me until I was back into a corner. This was it. This was the moment I had trained for. Soon I would face an army of snakes with diarrhea in the ultimate battle to decide my fate. I stood as tall as I could, and summoned all the strength I had, raising my hands in what seemed like a strange ceremonial dance. A light emerged from within me and shone brightly through the space around us. The snakes hissed various insults at me, but I held steady until eventually their leader stepped forward. Slowly it slithered closer before finally lifting its head to look into my eyes, clearly amazed by the valiant display of autism it had just witnessed. It stared for several moments before giving a deep nod of surrender to me, its new master. The army of snakes immediately followed suit. Now they were mine to command. With newfound confidence, I commanded them to return home out of sight so that no one else would be aware of our encounter or their special abilities anymore. With that done, they quickly vanished into the shadows as if they were never even here. In the first place, there they sat, awaiting my command. I had proved once again that courage can conquer fear. Every time, I was now the lord of the poop-snakes. It was a prestigious title, and one that I accepted readily, and with glee, all of my dreams had come true i knew i had to take my new role seriously and that came with certain responsibilities first i had to make sure all the poop snakes were healthy and safe so i started by inspecting their living space for any concerns once that was done i made sure they had enough food and water each day as their leader i also set up a schedule for regular brushing sessions it helped keep them clean and free from any parasites or diseases additionally It was my job to watch out for potential predators in the area who might try to harm the poop snakes. If one ever showed up on our territory uninvited, then it was my duty to fight them off and protect our family. Finally, as Lord of the Poop Snakes, it was important that we spread awareness about these cool critters so that people could learn more about them as well as appreciate their beauty. One cold winter's night, several weeks later, I crept through the streets with my army of four thousand snakes until I reached your mom's house. She enthusiastically opened the door for me, and then I proceeded to eat your mom's giant ass for three hours straight. By the end, I was completely satisfied and your mom was content too. However, outside my army of snakes had grown to an astonishing eighty thousand strong, allowing me to control the city with a wave of my hand. The citizens were in awe and fear as I established a new set of laws that ensured justice, kindness, and prosperity prevailed while corruption withered away among any who attempted it. Every morning, there would be a wet turd on every doorstep, basked in my newfound snake paradise. Furthermore, I invited many influential people from different walks of life to join me in rolling through their knowledge and skills that could be applied on a grand scale for all humanity's benefit. No one could have imagined such a power shift had happened so quickly yet assuredly when they saw mighty snakes prowling around nearly every corner under my command. However, it really did happen. It was only then that everyone truly understood what kind of leader they now possessed, one whose supreme might combined with unparalleled wisdom and mighty defecation would bring them closer together like never before. Now, with eighty thousand snakes at my command, I knew I could feast upon all they asked this world had to offer. I enthusiastically began to eat many types of ass. No one was safe. I was eating so much fucking ass all the time. I lost count. Young, old, drier, or juicy, tiny assholes and large gaping pink socks. Nothing was out of reach for the might of my slithering army. In no time I had sampled all that there was in the world and had given back what I took tenfold its weight in snake feces. So I turned away from devouring every single anus I could locate, onward and into something else. That day, I vowed to become a verified ass-master, one knowledgeable enough about asses to operate a prestigious empire at his own pleasure, rather than relying solely upon the consumption of your mom's giant ass. But alas, I was now the undisputed ass-master and lord of the snakes. I sat contentedly in my palace, eating all the ass I wanted, While my army of snakes ravaged the land, they burned fields, killed livestock, ate the women and children, and brought me many peasant men as slaves. I lived like a king, ruling with an iron fist and zero mercy. My reign of terror lasted for many years, until a group of brave adventurers came and overthrew me, restoring peace to the land. I was captured and condemned to death by beheading. As my head rolled off in front of all those gathered, I declared, long live the as master, and so ended my reign as lord of snakes and master of ass. Everything went black momentarily, but before I knew it I was awake and lucid again. I saw flames around me and smelled a strong scent of burning flesh. I was in hell, and I deserved to be, for I had done terrible things in my life. I despaired for a moment, until I looked around and realized that my army of snakes was still with me, and it had grown significantly. My despair turned to joy and I was filled with hope that maybe, just maybe, my time here in hell could be spent wisely fighting back against the devils and redeeming myself. I, the master of snakes and prolific eater of ass that I was refused to be defeated by even the demons of hell, I defiantly threatened to eat every ass in that terrible place and make it my domain. I would unleash the snakes and eat all the asses I could find until I caught the attention of Satan himself. The demons ran in terror, as they knew that I was deadlier than death itself. Eventually, my challenge reached the ears of Satan, and he came forth to meet me. We stared into each other's eyes with a deep hatred for one another, yet our battle would be fought not by weapons, but by words. We argued back and forth about who had greater powers until I eventually proved myself worthy of ruling hell. Satan frowned at his defeat and asked me what reward I desired from him for my victory, claiming the throne or something more. My answer left Satan surprised. It wasn't or power that I wanted, but peace in hell. No more warring among the demons nor suffering inflicted on innocent souls. To this day, there remains an uneasy truce between us, and all have come to respect me as the master of snakes and eater of asses who brought peace to hell. I had conquered everything there was to conquer. I was living the life of a king, a, a god. All was well, and I was in the middle of eating the most glorious booty of all time. When I looked down, with horror I realized my feet had once again turned into snails. I groaned in frustration. How would I ever be able to finish them? A safari if all this time was wasted. In a fit of rage, I kicked my snail feet and powered myself up into the sky, determined not to let anything so disgusting bring me down. As I flew through the air, with wings made of pure willpower and determination, It suddenly struck me how foolish I had been these past few weeks. Sure, conquering everything had felt great for a little while, but what about enjoyment? What about actual meaning or fulfillment? It then occurred to me that life should never just be about overpowering your opponents. Instead, you should develop relationships with others around you, explore new and exciting things, learn from mistakes, solve puzzles that challenge both your mind and body. Literally see what life has to offer rather than blinded pursuing selfish goals. As this realization dawned on me, my snail-like feet gradually shifted back into normal human legs, struck by all this sudden transformation. I smiled as I now understood deep within my heart. None of us are invincible on our own. We need each other in order to achieve real greatness. I realized that I was nothing without my defecating snakes, my foot snails, or the many asses i had eaten over the years likewise they were nothing without me together we were a powerful and synergistic force of nature a whole that was much greater than the sum of its parts collectively we had manifested as chit the ass master and lord of the snakes bringer of peace to the lands of hell the people rejoiced and started a religion worshipping us as a deity and it spread across the land This was just the first of what would become many journeys we would endure together. I smiled as I thought of the future. I thought of snakes, guns, and feces as I finally drifted off into a well-deserved and very restful slumber. The End